they have food every day. And I'm knocking on the door every day to eat. And they tell, and they open the door, let me see the, the party, let me see like them throwing salami all over the, I mean, just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day, I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week, that song is going to change the we hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me all the food and we're breaking out the door. And after a year, and you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting. You know what I'm saying? I think I just caught a wave I'm always on my job, but I never been a slave I brought an iPad, so we on the same page That's why I'm going last, we don't make the same page I used to save hoes with a mask and a cape I think I'm Batman, let me put up dirt rap Let them run mouth, nothing really they can say Before I go to sleep, I put my money in the safe Put my money in the safe where it stays I used to take the bus, 81 out the way Gotta get a nine, got a baby on the way I just made a couple bands like a halftime game that's brand new from chewy called money in the safe off of his brand new ep nimrod it's available on spotify and apple music What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 152. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now YouTube. Hop on YouTube and check out the Social Introvert TV. So last week, I forgot to mention, I saw Hobbs and Shaw. And I I mentioned time and time again, I'm not a huge fan of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't really care for them. I stopped after Tokyo Drift. I seen Fast Five. And I seen, I I think it's Furious 7 or some shit like that. I don't know. It's the fight between, uh, I forgot which one, but it's a fight between Dom and um, Shaw on like a, a rooftop on a parking garage rooftop or something i i forgot they ram cars i think it's either six or seven i don't know and i thought that shit was just ridiculous now i saw bits and pieces of that i didn't watch the whole thing but i saw hobbs and shaw and while it is the most ridiculous thing i've seen i liked it it was cool uh i mainly saw it because my father idris elba was in it so i was like hell i'll go see it but yeah, uh, not a bad movie. If you're going into this movie thinking um, that you're going to get something like Citizen Kane or The Godfather <laughs> or Inception, you're sadly mistaken. The movie does have bad dialogue. Uh, it's a lot of jokes between Jason Statham and The Rock. Uh, you, uh, they have the scene where Idris Elba calls himself Black Superman. Uh, it there's a lot of shit in this movie like a lot of plot armor like jason statham and the rock the shit that they go through they're supposed to get hurt but every single scene that they're in that's like action-packed they leave it unscathed untouched 
undamaged. Like, I, I don't know. Like, Idris Elba is the villain, of course. And I, I don't know. Like, he's just this. His body's altered. Like, I'm not going to give it away for who, who hadn't seen it. I don't know if you're going to, like, go to the theater. I'm pretty sure a lot of you will wait to red box it or stream it on like netflix or some shit when it comes out but um he, he's a lot stronger than the rock and shaw well hobbs and shaw let's just say hobbs and shaw he's a lot stronger than them of course um there's some shit that's just, that's injected into his spine that just makes him like this dos ex machina type android where he's just unstoppable but when they fight it doesn't seem that way it's like Hobbs and Shaw should be dead but (laughs) they keep walking away from the fights unscathed and untouched and just full of energy whenever they meet up again ready to fight but other than that the movie it's okay like I said there's a lot of ridiculous shit going on so check it out uh mary j blige uh owes more than one million dollars in back taxes don't let that distract you um at the fact that todd chrisley from chrisley knows best is under fire for the same exact thing him and his wife so uh and they're not really they're trying to sweep that under the rug and they're pushing mary's story about the back taxes even more so uh you know just we can look at both ends and see what's going on with both stories. Don't just push one um, person. And you know where I'm going with it if you understand. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I hate when the media does that, man. Like uh, the Harvey Weinstein shit. Of course, they somewhat swept that under the rug. And they kept pushing for, you know, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Uh, who else? Who else of color? can't think of him oh oh yeah um aziz ansari from master of none who else even though aziz ansari's story was sketchy it's like the woman was she was lying about that but the you know what i'm saying about the men of color and black men being pushed more than you know harvey weinstein and louis ck and uh, Casey Affleck, those those guys. Yeah, I, I just if you're gonna push a story, talk about everybody, include everybody, since everyone is so fucking inclusive these days. Uh, anyway, uh, IDK or I don't know, he's a rapper. He's getting ready to drop his debut album September fourth, called "Is He Really?" I can't wait for it. Uh, I Don't Know and Friends is an EP that dropped last year. It's a pretty dope EP. And he's coming out making a statement saying it's the greatest album of this generation. And I, hey, I, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out September 4th. I like him. I think he's dope. Uh, he also has another project out there called I Was Very Bad. Pretty good project. So check it out. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, Snoop Dogg is getting ready to drop an album on the 16th called I Want to Thank Me. And of course, I'm going to listen to it. I'm a huge Snoop Dogg fan. Been for a very, very long time. (laughs) Uh, This album consists of 22 tracks. 
the track list is out. I looked at the track list and fam, this is, I can tell by the track list, this is going to be just straight up West Coast shit. He has a song out already with Swiss Beats called Countdown. Love it. It's just pure West Coast type shit. DJ Battle Cat is on the album, so I'm super excited. It's one of my favorite producers. Uh, Rick Rock, Stressmatic. It's just full of West Coast shit, so I'm really uh, excited to hear this one. Speaking of West Coast artists, E-40 put out an album uh, about a week ago. He is 51 years of age, man. And this is his 28th studio album, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it's uh, the 27th to 28th studio album from E-40. And listen, uh, he still got it. He still got it. Like He's one of those artists that he stays consistent no matter like how many times. Like, okay, you put out this many albums or you put out 27 albums. What do you what else do you have to talk about on the 28th album? Like what else is there really to speak about? You know, as a rapper, like we've you know, we've donned the the whole thing about this career not lasting long. But it it keeps proving my point that the old heads can still rock out. Jay-Z, Nas, Cool Keith, Cool G Rap, uh Big Daddy Kane is on tour right now. Eric B and Rakim are on tour right now. Uh, <laughs> the Alchemist, he's on tour right now. Like, the old heads can still hang. Ninth Wonder, he's getting up there. And his production sounds better than it ever did. He's getting ready to put an album out again with Rhapsody and the Soul Council. Matter of fact, Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council just dropped an album with Murs when they were supposed to stop a long time ago. These old heads can hang, bruh. I'm telling you. And I enjoy it every time. Freeway. Still killing it. Lil Fame from MOP. I could keep going, but... uh, I'm just glad that he's still around to drop music. And he might be one of the only rappers to make a Game of Thrones reference that I really love. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to quote him because I can't, I can't imitate... E40's voice anymore like I used to. I used to do it all the time. But one of the songs is called Rain on My Parade, featuring Ty Dolla Sign and G Easy. And it's like the first three bars. The first three bars. He it's a Game of Thrones reference. And I love it. <laughs> but yeah, um, the album is called Practice Makes Paper. 26 tracks is long. Uh, if you enjoy E40, I'm pretty sure that's no problem. You you won't have a problem getting through this album. So check it out uh, real quick. Let me see what else is popping out here. BJ, the Chicago kid has a new album. Skizzy Mars, YB and Corday. Um, all dope albums, actually. Uh, let's see who else is out. Um, Kev Brown just dropped a new album. Unexpectedly, I, I didn't expect that. So uh, there's an artist by the name of Collaborate. Uh, he put out a project called Real Person back in 2017 and the lead single from that was Soul great project uh, if you haven't heard of him you can check him out on matter of fact to give y'all a taste of what Collaborate sounds like um, 
I'm not going to play anything um, from YouTube. Go to LA Leakers page on YouTube and just check out the Collaborate Freestyle. Uh, let me see. It's C-A-L-E-B-O-R-A-T-E. Collaborate. The freestyle is amazing. I can't remember the first beat that he rapped on, but the second beat switches up and he's rapping on, uh, I believe it's Erica Badu's Bag Lady. Oh my God. <laughs> he killed it. But yeah, um, dope artist. He put out a new EP called Hear Me Out, seven tracks, really decent. And the lead single was 33 featuring Larry June. But uh, one of my favorite songs on here is called California Breeze. Check it out. Always with my bud. No, I'm not a pothead, it just keep me chill as fuck. Cause you know, I think about you from the second I wake up. Till the numbers on my clock place me in my slumber. And none of these bitches ever helped me with the way I felt about you. Cause baby, you a blessing, like a nigga said, how true. Andy Dufresne ain't even close compared to what I put you through. I realize now that you are not a plaything for me to use. So just tip this brew, lay your head on my chest, my love is sympathetic. I got an appetite for destruction, but won't use you to feed it. Just wanna give you rounds and work you out until you feel defeated. Look you up and down. And walk around act like I'm Willie Beeman These are just some of the crazy ideas, baby That I've been thinking Gotta excuse me for being so suggestive I've been drinking I've been saving up for you to tell me When you gonna be leaving And when you fly out to me one evening And feel this California breeze yeah. Come feel this California breeze Come feel this California breeze yeah. Come feel this California breeze Girl, you way away from home Bring your ass back here Treat my lap like your throne, come sit down on your chair I cannot act like I don't care, watch I'm gon' make it clear Showing your f*** on FaceTime, wait till I get that in my hands You gon' see that I'm not playing, and I don't play fair Gripping my hand across your neck, I feel you gasp for air Then look into my eyes and tell me, baby, take me there then walk Once again, that's California Breeze by Collaborate Off of his brand new EP, Hear Me Out It's available on Spotify and Apple Music So ASAP Rocky has been found guilty in the Sweden case, but he won't do any prison time. That's good for him. But like I said, I don't know why he is guilty. If I'm being harassed and antagonized, and even if like even if I walk away and you continue to do your your bullshit, I'm beating you to fuck up, period. I don't care. Um I I probably I'm going with that because I've done jail time before and I, I wouldn't mind doing that, but he's in another country. And when you're in another country, you got to treat it like you're on probation. Pretty much. It's like, you got to walk on eggshells and just stay to yourself and your company, the people that you have with you, I guess. I don't know. Um, just leave me to fuck alone. I just don't like being bothered. <laughs> Speaking of ASAP, uh, ASAP Ferg is dropping an album. It's eight tracks. The track list is out. And this project is called Floor Seats. And even though I would say, like, Ferg, slow the fuck down. Like, Ferg's been on a roll. I'm going to just say that. He's been on a roll uh, from hip hop to EDM, EDM back to hip hop. He does have a track with uh, EDM producer 
Nightmare. The song is called Red Light and is one of the illest fucking songs I've ever heard Ferg do. But even though, like I said, I would say, Ferg, you need to slow down. I really can't because what Ferg is doing, ASAP Rocky should be doing. It seems like after the Allah album at long last ASAP, Rocky was not consistent. Then he drops testing out of nowhere. Testing was okay, but it wasn't like it it really won't all that. I'm like, oh, okay. And once again, Rocky's not really dropping music like he should be dropping music. And it seems like Ferg has taken the mantle as the leader of ASAP Mob. That's what it looks like to me. And I don't have a problem with that. I really like Ferg. Um, ASAP Ant, ASAP Ty, they have projects out. You can check those out on natpip.com. My favorite member is ASAP 12 Where the hell is he? Uh, he does have a project out called 12, an amazing album. I think it was... Uh, released back in 2017 awesome album i need something new from 12 but yeah that's what's going on with the you know in all asap news and we'll see what floor seats sound like i'm i'm excited i like ferg I've, I've always loved ferg it's just it trips me out that rocky's not in that same boat like he's not as consistent as ferg is so i, I don't know so apparently there is a new episode of Queen Radio uh, from Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden was on Queen Radio and I didn't get a chance to listen and I'm sad, but I'm pretty sure I can, I think I'm able to pull that bitch up on YouTube if I'm not mistaken. Um, Let me see real quick. Bear with me, y'all. Just hold up real quick. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, Queen Radio. Um, I don't know what episode. I guess Joe Button. I'll yeah, I'll add that on there. See what is, what the number episode is. Oh, the whole episode is on there. Oh, okay. All right, beloved. I'm dev checking out after I finish recording this. But, um, I have not listened to that episode. Uh. <laughs> But she is a guest on the Joe Budden podcast, and I listened to that episode. Hey, look, man, I, I do like Nicki Minaj in this space. I'm not the biggest Minaj, Nicki Minaj fan uh, when it comes to her music at all. Like, I've never listened to a full album of Nicki's. And you're like, well, you shouldn't judge. You should really take the time to listen to an album. No, fuck that. I'm not listening to a Nicki album ever, ever. Um... <laughs> I've heard the singles wasn't impressed never was impressed but in this space this queen radio shit if she was just to stop rapping and just do singles here and there and like some features or whatever and she just stuck to this full time I wouldn't mind it uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it one bit I enjoyed the hell out of listening to my Nicki Minaj rant is funny as shit but on the joe button podcast right uh <laughs> joe button being petty and being an instigator like he is says the game of rick ross and you know it's i can't wait till the video version comes out on youtube i really can't wait to watch it 
but in her voice you can tell she was like really disgusted and she was like i think how did she i can't even pull the clip it's on spotify i gotta download a program to um rip shit off of spotify so i'm not gonna go through the work and do that but she says ill don't bring up that piece of shit don't get me fucking started anybody that name drops a female to sell 250 albums don't ever bring them up to me again so shout out to the game game actually does know how to rap i look at people being stand-up niggas i look at who fold quick and who do shit for attention and do clown shit for attention when they dropping an album and all that shit i won't even go there my nigga um then she proceeds to address rick ross uh for the apple of my eye intro that was on rather you than me there was a dig at Nicki minaj and i wish i could play it on here but i know i'm gonna get ripped off of soundcloud and hit with a copyright i've only ever been hit with one copyright on soundcloud and that was with the Black Panther album. And I promised, I made a promise to myself that I would never, ever get a copyright strike. And I have yet to get another one. I'm so proud of myself. So, <laughs> uh, do yourself a service. Go listen to the Joe Budden podcast. That The most recent episode, if you have Spotify, uh, I'm going to listen to it again because it really was an enjoyable listen. And I will definitely go listen to that Queen Radio episode. And uh, for those that don't remember the line on Apple of My Eye by Rick Ross, the, the dig at Nikki, I guess it's a dig. I don't know. Ross has said, I told Meek I wouldn't trust Nikki. Instead of beefing with your dog, you just give him some distance. That's basically the line. Uh, Nikki replied to that. She like this is her confession you have to listen to this episode nikki says when a grown-ass fucking man name drops a woman and this is a woman to sell an album when i was the only person in meek's corner when everybody turned their back on them when everyone was calling them twitter calling him twitter fingers and cracking up laughing at him and i'm the one that you pick at all right well i i can kind of go against that Nikki didn't say a fucking word during that entire time. That whole Twitter finger shit back to back charged up shit between Drake and, and Meek. Nikki did not utter a word. I don't know what she's talking about, but this episode is very entertaining. She continues to say, I went and sat down with President Obama and Ross was there and texted dude after the meeting and said, yo, this chick is a keeper. I saw the text myself with my own eyes. This chick's a keeper. <laughs> she w- she went in a room full of rappers and spoke to Obama. And the first thing out her mouth was about you and figuring out your probation situation and why you're still on probation after all these years. Then you come put out an album when it's time to sell some weak ass fucking album and try to disrespect Nicki Minaj. Boy, sit your fat ass down. <laughs> Uh, see, um, I literally typed this out while I was listening so I could have this ready for the episode because I was like, oh my fucking gosh, fam. Like I said, if Nicki Minaj continues this radio shit, I'm on board for listening every week. Oh, 
oh, I don't know. Whatever the schedule drop is for Queen Radio, I would listen to it. She needs to be more consistent. She has to do this. Don't just drop an episode and go away and then come back months later. Like, I don't, I hate that. Please let this be a new avenue for Nikki. I want this to be a new avenue. Please, Nikki. Um, oh, shit. So, I think during the the conversation, they went on and talked about the motorsport collaboration with Migos and Cardi B and the whole, um, I think, um, oh, yes, Hot Girl Summer with Megan Thee Stallion and Nikki put Joe Budden on blast about uh, Joe Budden a while back was talking about Nikki and came up with the speculation of how she doesn't like collaborating with uh female artists with other female artists so like i said y'all go listen to this episode man and i cannot wait till the video version comes out it sucks because the sleepers aren't on youtube anymore they just eliminated that whole part uh in order for you to listen to the entire episode with the sleepers at the end you just have to jump on spotify but I listen to it on Spotify and I watch the YouTube. It's just the shit that they talk about and they say it's better whenever you watch their reaction to it. What Whatever what was said during the episode on YouTube is so much funnier. So I definitely can't wait to see this one. Um, Man. So. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Spotify, government name podcast is now on Spotify so subscribe to them ASAP right away. Government Name Podcast with Cole Jackson and Shogun. Uh, real quick, get into some more new music. Um, let me see. 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 Let me see what else came out. Man, this is mad shit that came out. I just want to play some some dope shit. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm real picky with certain things that I want to play on here. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm picky. I don't care for the most part. Uh, I, I think I got one. I think I got a joint I want to play. Mm, I think I'm going to go with this one. Uh, MERS and Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council just dropped a new project called The Iliad is Dead and the Odyssey is Over. Ten tracks. Um, I can't believe that these two are continuing to do work together even though they said they would stop just to i guess not overstay their welcome but i'm not complaining i'm glad these two are still at it uh one of my favorite joints on this album is called night shift check it out we work the night shift we work we work the night shift we work we work the night shift i'm up from like six in the morning we work we work the night shift three in the morning we work we work the night shift we work, we work the night shift. Engaged to the stage at an early age. And it was years before I started getting paid for the love of the culture. The culture of love. I was killing that stage. I was building my buzz. I wasn't making shit that they were filling the club. Cause I wouldn't talk about all the killing and drugs. 
Yeah, I grew up with the Crips and the Bloods And while they was busy screaming out, bitch, I'm a thug I was really thugging, I was sleeping on floors and shit I was selling dope just so I could record my shit Turning dirty money in the studio time My family told me I was crazy, I was losing my mind But I stuck to the script, I was glued to the crime If I didn't know shit, bitch, I knew a crime Serving sucker MC, standing on the street corner Killer cold instrumental when I make the beat warmer a former introvert until I put the pen to work Until my verses started turning heads like a tennis skirt Until the minimum was tennis show a tenor verse Now I fly on planes worldwide just to get to work We work, we work the night shift Clock in for my shift soon as the lights hit Guaranteed to keep the mics lit One, two, check and spit that hype shit Atmosphere, they work the night shift Rhapsody, she worked the night shift Graveyard shift, break at dawn Guaranteed to keep a party rockin' all night long Expensive whiskey, chasing with a local beer A toast to y'all jokes, y'all just smoking mirrors We don't rap over our vocals here Y'all niggas can't do karaoke for your whole career It appears to be popular to Panama Once again, that's Night Shift By Murs and Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council Off of the brand new album The Iliad is Dead and The Odyssey is Over Available on Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Music. And speaking of MERS, right? Uh, <laughs> I think shortly after after they did the final adventure in 2012, he cut his locks. Like, he had a lot of fucking hair. And sh- I don't know, man. Like, his locks are back the same way it was. <laughs> and you can see it on the front cover of the album, of, of this new album. The locks are back. Uh, damn. Okay, I, I don't know what he uses, but whatever. <laughs> now to get into some real shit. My boy Fredo, my boy Chris Como, uh, spazzed the fuck out. Like I, I didn't know he was this type of guy. He seems like a very mild-mannered, well-rounded stand-up individual. But, um, he had two people approach him. And just call him Fredo. And he got highly offended for being called Fredo. Check this clip out. I thought, that, I thought, I thought that's who you were. No, punk ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh. Fredo was from The Godfather. He was that weak brother. I know it was you, Fredo. And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? I got, I got a it's a bit. fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But I'm going to fall me. Hey, man, insult. hey, listen. What? I don't want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big fucking problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't fucking insult me like that. I didn't insult you. Yeah, I you call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want well, that to be I, your nickname? I didn't call you that. I, you I, called me Fredo. You thought, know my name's not fucking Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. I thought your you name was. You want to be a man? Stand up like a man. I'm standing up, man. You want to be a man? Yeah, I'm here. I'm then up. fucking own it. Then own what listen, you said. Hey. Then own what you said. Listen, listen, take man, him, I don't yeah, have a problem with you, man. Yeah, you're gonna have a fucking problem. What? What are you gonna do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. Why? You don't want to. 
you don't want so to you do can that. fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Take a swing. You want to call me Fredo? Take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me shit? Call me shit. I'm right fucking here. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't know what you were doing. I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. You didn't know. Hey, you didn't know what you were saying, right? I thought it was his name. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. So, um, that was Chris Cuomo for the first time ever seeing how he really is off camera. Now, if you watch CNN, you've seen Chris Cuomo and how he is when the, the cameras are on him. Very different individual. He's very upset at being called Fredo. If you're not familiar with the name, it's not Fredo Santana. It's not Fredo Bang. None of them niggas. Uh, Fredo Corleone from The Godfather. Fredo Corleone, The Godfather Part 2. Fredo Corleone is this weak, soy boy, beta, older brother of Michael Corleone. And it's so sad watching him just break so easily during this movie. And... <laughs> It's so funny how Chris Cuomo gets offended by that and he's saying that is as bad as the N-word. And that's a clear indicator, right? I've been saying this for years. That, that you know, this whole thing where people coming out and you calling me that is uh is just as is just as powerful as the N-word, is it's just as bad as the N-word. I've been saying this for the longest time that everybody wants their N-word. Everybody wants to feel offended. Everybody wants this safety blanket to where they want to feel inclusive and is getting on my goddamn nerves. Like, I, I didn't know. Let, let me tell y'all something real quick. Let me tell y'all something. The whole N-word thing throughout history. Y'all don't want that. Trust me, you do not want the oppression the mental health, the, the, you don't want none of this. I'm telling y'all, y'all people out there saying, well, I, I want to feel included or I don't, I don't feel like I'm being represented. Check this out. Y'all don't want none of that, bruh. We've been putting up with this forever. Y'all are just getting a taste of this. Y'all have barely scratched the surface of what it feels like to be oppressed and offended. Knock it the fuck off. It is so goddamn sad. Now, back to what I was saying about Frank Cuomo. <laughs> These dudes were testing him. They were it like it was so obvious how they were trolling this guy. They were trolling him the entire time. I don't know why he got upset because he referred to himself as Fredo. Yeah, I think he referred to himself as Fredo like almost 10 years ago. Um, in an interview with Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Sliwa is the CEO and founder of an organization called the Guardian Angels. They wear red jackets and red berets based out in New York. And I believe it's like spanned out into, it's expanded into like 13 different countries. And what this organization does is they fight against gang violence and people that are in help and need and being bullied on the street 
and it I think it started in like 79 and they haven't they're, they're like the NAACP they haven't done a goddamn thing since 79 <laughs> that's all I have to say um, now this interview like I said is with Curtis Sliwa and Chris Cuomo and Curtis actually he happened to bring this up recently so check this out well Chris Cuomo must have forgot an interview <laughs> he did with me back in 2010 in January and my phone is blowing up from my producer at the time he says I seem to remember that Cuomo did a show with you mm-hmm. Chris Cuomo in which he referred to himself as Fredo Boy, see, I've dubbed it La Cuomo Nostra. Uh, that there is a there is a group of people, of politicos, who always hint that they might run, but don't necessarily plunge all the way. And they are members of La Cuomo Nostra. So who am I then, Fredo? Yes, exactly. So you better be careful that, they, that your brother Andrew doesn't kiss you on both cheeks, and then all of a sudden they take you out into the middle of the lake, and then, where's Chris? He kisses me plenty, but because he's a great big brother. I think that in fairness uh, to Andrew, and really anybody who comes from a family of service, I think you got to judge everybody individually. Hmm. Boy, I guess in 2010, to call yourself Fredo, that was okay. Well, he was referring to a character in a movie. Yeah, but he's not allowed to say the guy's name. He was the dumb guy. I understand that, but he called himself. What am I, Fredo? So that's the reason why those two guys... Uh, walked up on him and started trolling him. I guess they thought that he was going to run with the joke of that interview from 2010, but for some odd reason, Chris Chris won't for play play. Chris might have been upset. I don't fucking know. Chris might have really thought that it was offensive. I don't see how the word Fredo is as bad as the N-word. That is the most baffling shit to me. Uh, <laughs> cause anytime I think of Fredo, I think of different people named Fredo. Like I said, Fredo bang, Fredo Santana, rest in peace to Fredo Santana and, uh, Fredo Corleone, the weak ass brother from the Godfather part two. Matter of fact, um, more on Curtis Sliwa. Like I said, he is the CEO and founder of the guardian angels. If you, uh, let me see. Let me see. I, I know he was involved. Matter of fact, there's one one fact that I do know. He did testify against John Gotti <laughs> in one of John Gotti's cases. And one morning, him and his wife, uh, they were headed to they were headed to do their show. And their show was called Angels in the Morning. And he was shot by one of the Gambino crime family members. And it was ordered by John Gotti Jr., and this was this was like what 15 years i think after he testified against john gotti jr's dad so yeah um <laughs> he's a guy that does not keep his mouth shut he will rant and say what he has to say and not give a shit and um i, I hey look man i don't understand why chris cuomo was offended by that i can't believe he compared that shit to the n-word and then sean hannity's bitch ass a couple nights ago uh jumped up on on live tv and uh, he defended this shit like i understand 
uh, some basics of it. Like, I don't know what was wrong with Chris Cuomo. Maybe he was upset. Really? I don't know. Maybe he was. Or maybe he was just out of it. He didn't want to be bothered by two bumbling idiots. But the idiots, they were just trolling him. And I don't see why he didn't play along with it. But to compare this to, like, some like racist derogatory term it's uncalled for like really uncalled for like it, we see who he is <laughs> off camera and it's just it's some of the most scary shit i was like god damn like relax b <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's the real uh chris cuomo that's the real chris but anyway real quick uh i want to play a clip for y'all uh, it's from The Godfather Part 2. It's a conversation between Michael Corleone and Fredo Corleone. And this is just to show who Fredo really is. How much of a crybaby he is in this film. Check it out. I haven't got a lot to say, Mike. We have time. I was kept pretty much in the dark. I didn't know all that much. What about now? Is there anything you can help me out with? Anything you can tell me now? You got potentially, that's all I can tell you. I didn't know it was gonna be a hit, Mike. I swear to God, I didn't know it was gonna be a hit. Johnny Ola bumped into me in Beverly Hills. And he said that he wanted to talk. He said that you and, and Roth were in on a, a big deal together. And that there was something in it for me if I could help him out. He said that you, he said that you were being tough on the negotiations. But if they could get a little help and close the deal fast, it would be good for the family. You believe that story? You believe that? He said there was something in it for me, on my own. I've always taken care of you, brother. Taking care of me? You're my kid brother, and you take care of me? Did you ever think about that? Huh? Did you ever once think about that? Send Fredo off to do this, send Fredo off to do that. Let Fredo take care of some Mickey Mouse nightclub somewhere. Send Fredo to pick somebody up at the airport. I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over. That's the way Pop wanted it. It ain't the way I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Yeah, that was the breaking point with Fredo and how he really felt of just being bossed around. Um, if you couldn't quite hear Michael Corleone and while he, Fredo was yelling, he was like, well, that's the way Pop wanted it. He's talking about Vito Corleone, who was the Don of the family. Uh, Vito Corleone died in the first Godfather. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the Godfather, you trash. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not trash. Uh, but anyway, uh, Fredo was just the guy. He was the errand boy, pretty much. He. Like it, it was crazy because John, the the adopted brother, 
he was the consigliere to Vito Don Corleone. He was like the the messenger. He was the one who made every like the meetings. He set up everything. That's the adopted brother. And Fredo being the older brother, you think would take on a lot of the you know the the big boy roles, but Fredo was just the errand boy. He was just knocked down to just nothing really. And uh their other brother, Paulie. Paulie died in the first one. Uh that was crazy. If you haven't seen Godfather One and Two, check it out. Great film. Um Godfather Three uh, you can you can watch it if you want, but Godfather Three ain't really worth watching. That's my opinion. But anyway. That wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 152 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to the Usual Suspects 12 Kyle Podcast, Just Say Words Podcast, the John Effect Podcast. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Random Tandem, Conversation Con Artists, Ignorant Philosophy, Philosophy, sorry, (laughs) and Reasonable Ignorance. Shout out to all of y'all. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with your hosts, Cole Jackson and Shogun. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd. Last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skitwith. Those are BYNK radio website blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. Go on to BYNKradio.net. Go into the lifestyle section. And scroll down to the Social Introvert blog. I got two new entries coming your way. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. I also have an Instagram page for the podcast. That's at the Social Introvert Podcast. And I also have one for Twitter. That's T-S-I underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. And sing your thoughts. You got any questions? You want to talk about anything? Doesn't matter. You want to be on the show? Do not hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And as always, see you guys next week. Peace. Came on smell like you see weed. It's my life and I live it for me. Everybody and their mama got an opinion, but it's the enemy. And you would die for you getting the bug Talk about the things that I should have did. Let's talk about the things that I could have been. Let's talk about the seeds that I could have sold. Yes, talk about I reap, but I didn't grow. Yep, you drowning in the sea of what you living foes. Cause it's either cooking in the store or it's on the stove. Check one, two, three, shit is getting old. They yelling, kick them off the curb, just get them off. These niggas don't know what they really want. And these bitches go sick over silly stuff. I told them build a bridge with the Billy Grub. They try to run my life, but the jig is up. Cause you could put a price on a trillion bucks, but you could never pop a tag off a life you love. Came on smellin' like you see weed. It's my life and I live it for me. Everybody in the mama got an opinion, but it's the enemy. 